Hey everyone, welcome back to another Crit Hit Wild podcast. I'm your host Jared, as always, and today is the Super Giant uh, episode, so we're going to be taking a look at her a little bit later in the cast. But first off, uh, I'd like to say hello to my co-hosts, so both Brad and Fred join me today. Brad, how are you? I'm good. What about you, Fred? How are you? I'm surviving. I'm recovering. I'm covered in poison ivy and salty, but uh, I'll live. I'll live. Fred has. Are a... you allergic, Fred? No, I'm. Well, Good. not specifically. I'm just normal allergic, where I just get. Bumps. Oh, see, I don't even have that. So. Yeah, there's like with poison ivy, it's weird. There's like eighty percent of people get itchy bumps. Ten percent of people have no effect at all, and ten percent of people are like, holy shit, I'm in medical danger. <laughs> Fred, I just want to say, as someone who hears people spout statistics all the time, that I really appreciate that yours added up to 100%. Because <laughs> it is exceedingly not- rare that people actually add up to 100%. Damn it, I wish that I didn't, just, just to irk you. Just to irk you. Yeah, Fred has a very uh, outdoorsy job, so he's always in in the mess. So if you guys are listening, yeah. whenever you uh, are experiencing, like you go out to the store, you go to the gas station or something like that, and it's like 95 degrees or more out there, pour one out for Fred because he's out there suffering. So This was a rough week. Uh, I was climbing a hillside, and my key fob on my truck fell out of my pocket. I didn't realize it, and I had to search this hillside that's covered in vegetation for my missing key fob when I realized my mistake. It was stressful, and I got basically covered up in poison ivy, but it was sunny, and I found it because it was drinking. I like the little, I'm happy. I like the little positive, positive jab there at the end. But it was sunny. But it was sunny. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. All right, well, uh, yeah, so as I said, this uh, this episode's going to be our Supergiant episode. Uh, we're going to be taking a look at her here shortly, as well as the tactics cards, now that we know what they do in the box. But, uh, but first, uh, kind of going over news and announcements. Um, I'm actually going to let Brad go first, because he has some extensive stuff that he should mention for Cerebro, so why don't you go um, ahead and take the reins? Okay. All right, well, since last... Um... I talked, I, I was a man of my word, and within seven days, I had the play feature up, at least the first couple versions. Uh, everything works, um, as far as I know. If, it, if you find something that's broken, please let me know. Uh, so things like grunts and convocations, extra card that doesn't count for the five tactics cards and stuff like that are all working now. If you saw an earlier version, it wasn't, but it is now. Uh, added power-up car, a power-up button, because Jared asked for it over and over again. And... Sure, Brandon. Brandon's not here with us to to ask Brad for things over and over and over, so I gotta take this, I gotta take this place. Yeah. Jim's uh, work, uh, I think everything, everything, everything works. It will, 
there are warnings as you like pick your list to play. Like if you go over points, it won't let you continue and everything turns red. Uh, when you're picking tactics cards, they're red until you pick five of them. And then they're red if you pick more than five and it won't let you continue. Um, it does not check the validity, validity of your cards. It does not check affiliation for you. Um, it doesn't do any of those things that playing with normal cards doesn't do yet. I do plan on adding all that stuff. So. Yeah, I uh, I did. I think am I the first one, like locally and from like the crew that has actually like, yes. used it in game. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll touch on that a little bit when we kind of talk about some of the games that we played. Um, where 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 do you want them to reach you at if they have suggestions oh, or you know comments or feedback? TrueBroMCP at gmail dot com. And then you're also on the TTS Discord, yeah. correct? So they can reach out to I'm you. I'm in the TTS Discord. There is a separate channel for it. If you post in there, I mean, shout out to all the people who are in there all the time, like Shadow Marvel and others. Uh, appreciate you guys. All right. Well, uh, in other news and announcements, uh, what we have this week is, I mean, Clearly, we're we're gonna be talking about Super Giant, so there's nothing nothing else crazy there. Uh, but they also released their and let me get into our Discord and actually pull it. Should have done this ahead. They have posted their um, schedule for uh, Mini Stravaganza. So it doesn't. So they probably have stuff uh, on. Thursday, which is June 9th. Um, it looks like there's quite a bit of like Star Wars stuff in there. Uh, it does seem like they're doing a painting Nick Fury uh, from 12 to 1 PDT. But a lot of it looks like it's Star Wars related. I know that uh, Legion specifically is having a lot of... Uh, well, they have a pretty exciting release coming up with... Uh, I think it's Shadow Collective. I think that's what it's called. Um but there's also some X-Wings, some Armada stuff, and uh, it says Hobby Hang Star Wars Ewoks, so who knows what that is. That could be pretty cool. Uh, but Friday, uh, we get some MCP stuff, and at 9 a.m. they have, it says from Earth to Asgard, so not sure exactly what that means. I think it's going to be maybe like a panel to play or something. Um, we kind of thought maybe we were going to get Scourge and Heimdall. Um their their cards maybe next week uh but i mean maybe not maybe they're gonna well they are slated to release that friday like the day of that panel so i doubt they're gonna wait till then to give us the cards i wonder why they would do that i wonder so maybe they're doing like a gameplay or something no that's that's saturday so maybe they're getting more stuff I think that's what it is. I think they're going to announce more characters. So that's pretty exciting. So we have uh, Heimdall and Scourge. So maybe we'll get some stuff uh, here in the next week or so. And then if that's the case, then whatever they have going on at 9 a.m. on Friday, uh, maybe it's even more Asgardian stuff coming down the lines. And I mean, Uh, a lot of people have speculated. I mean, maybe it'll be more stuff. Who knows? It says from Earth to Asgard, so it could be more. But I mean... Late, uh, 
Jane Foster Thor. That could be something that they have coming up. Uh, the Warriors 3. The Warriors 3 could be something Sif. that they have coming up. Sif, yeah. So there's a lot of stuff that they could potentially, you know, kind of showcase. Fred, Fred is quiet because Fred has no idea. Who are these people? I, I'm I'm waiting for them to drop just a bunch of Dark Elves and ruin the game. Just like <laughs> they kind of did with the MCU. Uh, that is arguably the worst movie. Arguably? Arguably. I arguably I think I think You think uh, it is the worst I think movie? Objectively. I think objectively the worst. I'd have to comb through their entire catalog, but yeah. Without combing through it, I'm yeah. Thor Dark World is, is bad. It's not great. Would you rather watch a season of the Inhuman show or Thor Dark World, Fred? I have seen I know- both. Watch Thor Dark World. I mean, okay, so let me let me rephrase. How how many? I was gonna are... say I've seen Thor Dark World. I have not seen a season of the Inhumans, and because I like trying new things, I'd rather watch the season of the Inhumans. Oh God! Oh, it is so bad, Fred. <laughs> yeah. If I didn't already hate the Inhumans before that show, I certainly would after. <laughs> yeah, I heard it's it's not good. It's bad. It's not good. Like I usually, I usually enjoy things I watch, even if they are bad. It was. I mean, Black Bolt. You, you would know. Well, maybe not, because you hate, you don't like to read about humans. Black Bolt in the comics, like even your baseline superhero, they all are like as strong as like the strongest like regular human, right? Like on average, it always says that they're like as strong as like the best athlete or something. Uh, superheroes yeah yeah and then black bolt usually is he like physically very strong like does he have super strength or is it just his voice uh he has to have super strength because he fought with vulcan uh got summer's other brother Mm -hmm. and he there's no way he could have held his own without some sort of strength okay i remember specifically seeing a clip I don't know why, maybe, you know, just things around the house are listening to what I'm saying, so it shows up on my YouTube feed, but <laughs> I somehow, in humans clips, started showing up, and I, I've never looked up anything for humans, but in humans clips started showing up on my feed, so I was like, ah, you know, what the hell, let me take a look at it, and it was Black Bolt, like, dressed in a suit, and he was getting the shit kicked out of him by some, like, overweight, like, cops. Yeah, and I was like, "This doesn't seem, this doesn't seem right." And they p- gut punch him hard enough to where he's like, "Oh," and he does that, and then he blows up like a car, or something. Yeah, but I'm like, I feel like that just wouldn't. I feel like that's not act, that that's, that they're making him look terrible right now. I I don't care. Like it's the humans. I really don't care if it's comic accurate. It was just a bad show. Yeah, I didn't watch it because I heard such horrible things. But... Well, anyways, uh, off of our terrible and human show tangent, uh, and back to the back to the schedule. It looks, uh, yeah. So we have that. Uh, it looks like a panel to play on third on Friday, and then you have uh, it looks like some painting uh, villains for MCP on Saturday, and then the interesting thing is Asgardians in action. So Marvel Marvel Crisis Protocol gameplay. So they have one gameplay session uh, every day. One gameplay session is X-Wing, one is uh, Star Wars, and then one is uh, Asgardians in action. So, Which Star Wars game was that second one? 
Uh, so it says Outer Rim uh, Legion. So I think they're going to probably do like Shadow oh, okay. and then other stuff. You just you said X Wing, then you said Star Wars. Yeah, so I didn't know which Star Wars game you're talking about. Star Wars <laughs> Legion. Um, I mean, they have how many is it now? Four games that they are running for Star Wars. Uh, X Wing Legion a- Armada. Isn't there a dice game? No, the dice game's dead, but someone at Star Wars Celebration said the AMG booth had a bunch of, what was that, like, dungeon crawl board game? The Star Wars one. Star Wars dungeon Uh, crawl board game. uh, mm, With miniatures. What? Rebellion? No, 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 no. You're blowing my mind. Shoot, why did why did I not why can't I not think of the name of that game? Edge of the Empire. No, <laughs> I, I have I have no clue. There are there are literally so many different products that are labeled Star Wars. This right one now. this one's defunct right now, but the theory since they had a bunch of minis there was that they might bring it back. Imperial Assault. Oh, 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 now that you said oh, it, yeah, 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 I remember, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so they might be bringing Imperial Assault back, which, I don't know, people seem to like that game, so. Well, this is Star Wars Legion, I don't see anything on here that would dictate Imperial Assault, but, I mean, who knows. But yeah, we're going to get some gameplay on Saturday, so if you're interested in checking that out, it's from 11 to 1 PDT. Um, yeah, so it's exciting stuff. Exciting stuff for Asgardians. I mean, clearly they're getting some love. So, um, spoiler alert, I was kind of hype on the Black Order stuff. And even though I think that Black Swan is very, very good, I overall, as, uh, not looking at it from a splashability perspective, but just looking at it as a like black order like affiliation perspective solely i think that it's actually the those two releases are a little bit of a disappointment uh i don't think it changes up black order a whole lot so uh, i don't i mean you guys have kind of seen the stuff do you think it really changes up what they do no No. i think you see the same three models and as a and there will be a second faction with them yeah what about you, in competitive Fred? play. What about you, Fred? Competitively speaking, do you think that from what you've I mean, seen so far? Yeah. No, I don't think it changes much. I, I mean, uh, I think that weirdly, uh, Supergiant may open up more doors in game, uh, in gameplay wise, but it's there. There are other characters that do more for them than she does. Yeah. So if they're we're talking about purely competitive, she this release changes very little. Yeah. So a little bit of a disappointment there. We're all kind of of the same mindset. Um, we're not saying that this release that we're and we're getting ready to talk about Supergiant, but we're not saying the eighty one CP eighty one is like it's not like a full on disappointment, but like from the from the pure eyes of like what it did for the Black Order affiliation as a whole. Unfortunately, it, it it didn't really do a whole lot, like for them. But here's to hoping that as Guardians, uh, their stuff is very exciting and can really kind of shake up their competitive viability. Because 
I mean, I don't think that they're really getting played a whole lot, which is sad to see because a lot of the characters are, are really, really cool. I think did I you think... did you look up percentages last or the other night about like Yeah, much, yeah. I'm going back. Yeah, Brad uh, Brad can check it. We had checked it the other night to see kind of what was on the lower end of played affiliations. Uh, I know we looked at win loss rate. Um but yeah, as guardians you, you really don't Asgard see... Asgard is one, two, three, four. Fifth from the bottom. Okay, so... 40, 45% win rate. Yeah. Oh, that's win, that's win rate. Hold on. Play rate. Uh, they're low. It's 488 games on Longshanks compared to the Avengers. Uh, right under 2,200. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a pretty big discrepancy. Now, granted, Avengers has like a crazy amount of characters. They have three leaders, so you expect that number to to really be up there. But I mean, four hundred games for an affiliation is I mean, it's just it's not. The Shield has case. almost half that already. Yeah, and Shield has been out for what a few weeks. Yeah, and that's just registered games on launch tank. So that's like played yes. in a tournament. They're probably getting played a whole lot more, like even not in a tournament, but. Yeah, when you look at Asgard, who's been out forever, if a new affiliation, and I granted, you know, shiny new things, but I, I mean, it's they need some love. Uh, that's uh, what I'm saying. Is Loma did say of saying that they they could use some help. Uh, so I'll be excited. I, I'm very excited to see to see what they're going to be doing for him. But uh, um, the, we're, we're about to see a couple things drop for him that uh, I I'm I'm. Holding my breath, it's going to be interesting. I mean, they have like their a fit their their leadership is not bad. Like it's not bad by any means. It's no, it's, it's like in the middle. It's probably like somewhere in the middle. I think for me, as better far as, than like, Cyclopses. Yeah, <laughs> you're right there. That's how, that's how I measure everything. If it's better than Cyclops, it's definitely getting played. Like it's really good. Like shaking a stagger. For for just a power is is great. Like it's really hard to like lock him down and stuff. It's just, I I don't know. We'll 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 get into him a little bit later, especially once these uh, Asgard releases drop. Um, we'll, we'll talk about him more in depth. Yeah, but... that's probably our next two episodes. So yeah, we did have a uh, we do have a specific viewer request to talk about Thor. So as long as we're not getting oh, so that's probably our next three episodes. That's probably our next three episodes. Yeah, it's gonna be Asgard frenzy. So uh, yeah, shout out to uh, I think his name. Well, I don't want to miss Mitch. His name. Mitch. There we go. Uh, shout out to you for if you're listening for. Uh, suggesting thor we will be doing that uh shortly just got some new releases so we'll, we'll be getting to them but yeah uh moving on to uh our last uh lgs night uh we did have a few games get played unfortunately we weren't able to record any of them uh so hopefully we can get some more gameplay recording up soon uh, on the youtube channel so if you're not subscribed make sure you please check out our youtube and subscribe and uh if you are already a subscriber to our YouTube, let us know what matchups you want to see. If you're wanting to see something in particular, uh, just comment. Let us know. We, we Between all of us, we have everything. So we'd be more than happy to kind of showcase some different matchups if there's one you guys are interested in. But um, I played two games, uh, one of them being with Brad. So I guess we can kind of talk about that together, I guess. But you played two games as well, didn't you? I did. 
All right. Uh, why don't you go over your your game that me and you didn't play? Uh, oh yeah, I played Andrew. Uh, so uh, it's X Force, which I've been playing just for fun on Wednesdays, and uh, he played Web Warriors, and uh, I don't know. I tried to kill all his stuff, and I I pulled it out. I ain't gonna kill Miles because Miles never dies. But yeah, fair enough. What uh, what crisis did you play on? It was. Did we play hammers in our game? Uh, no. Then it was hammers and uh, demons downtown. Oh, okay. Who dropped demons? You? Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, there's no way he took demons. Yeah. Um, well, I played against uh, one of our locals, uh, Borco. Uh, he was trying out something new, so I also tried out something a little bit different from what I normally play. He tried a... He has a Wakanda Black Order uh, roster that he's been kind of taking a look at. And he actually recently just picked up... Uh, maybe he's had him for a little bit. I can't remember if he recently picked him up or not. Anyways, he uh, was trying out Corvus and Proxima. He had never really played him before, so he had Corvus throughout Proxima, um, Black Panther, Sherry Okoye, and I played Web Warriors. I played, um, I think I went seven wide. I played Miles, Gwen, Moon Knight, Lizard Toad. Who's the... Who am I missing? Played Miles? Moon Knight? Gwen? Lizard? Toad? Black Hat? So I went six wide, not seven wide. Six wide, Black Hat. Uh, it was a good game. We played uh, Montessi Formula and Infinity. Or, Mon Mon not Montessi Formula, but Montessi and Infinity Formula. Um, and it was a, it was a pretty good game. Um, I was just able to do some, some pull shenanigans with Gwen to get some early points. Uh, he was aggressive with Black Panther and moved and took the center book. And then, uh, I moved Black Cat. I had R and D to power onto her. So I moved Black Cat in a position to where he either had to deal with her. Or she was going to, she was going to, uh, burglar the, the next turn, she's gonna steal it. Uh, so he managed to daze her, but I was able to kind of start getting ahead on points, both on my left and right flank, just with some jank. He had some uh, kind of rough rolls, trying to kill Lizard, couldn't quite put him down. Uh, and then Miles and Moon Knight just kind of did Miles and Moon Knight things on the right side uh, against uh, Sherry and Okoye. So I was able to sneak out a scenario win, but it was a fun game. Uh, and in the next game, uh, me and Brad played, and I played uh, my shield list, and I had Nick Fury, Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, Venom, Black Widow, Bullseye, and right. yeah, I think that's right. And then why don't you tell them what you brought? I had Cable, uh, Baron Zemo. X-23, Honey Badger, Winter Soldier, 
Bullseye. Yep. And yeah. we've played Mute Madmen and uh, Senators. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because so, I took Senators out of my list after this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the ga- this game that I played with Brad uh, uh, is actually worked out because I had forgotten all my cards at home. And Brad said, hey, I've got the play feature. Why don't you use that? So I tested it out. And it worked very well. Uh, so whenever you're in Cerebro, you should see a play button there if you have the most recent update. And it's nice because you click the play button. Uh, it'll ask you which roster you want to pull from. So all the rosters that you have built uh, in Cerebro, I have my shield roster in there. I just hit it. Uh, it'll ask you what crises you're dropping. Uh, so it'll list your three there. Uh, you can pick, you know, if you're secure extra, actually pick which one that you want. It'll ask you what your opponent is. You select that one as well. So it has all that um, saved in there for you. And then after that, you'll go through and you'll pick your five uh, tactics cards. And you'll pick your characters up to points. And if you are, if you go over your points, it'll light up red for you. So... You and know. it will not let you continue. Yeah, it the won't. button, the continue button disappears. Yep. So you have to make sure that you're you're within your limits of like your points, uh, and it'll let you know if you've got all your tactics cards or not. So you go through, you select all that stuff. Once everything's green, let's go. You can hit play, and then it pulls up all your stuff, and. Um, I mean, it's got your scenarios at the bottom, so like you can click on them if you need to reference them and stuff. But uh, it's got all your characters there. Uh, you'll see them. You'll see the power and the damage on the right side. So at the main screen, you'll see all of your characters. You can see what power and damage that they're all sitting at. Um, and then whenever anything's done with a character, so if you're attacking, if you're being attacked, you can just select the character and pull up the card, top right, you can add power to them. You can add damage to them. You have a button where you can apply any condition to them. Uh, and then there's a flip button, so you can flip them over to their injured side. So uh, don't do what I did, which is every time that you do anything and you open up a character, immediately close it out, only to have to go back into it. I did that probably about 20 yes. times, even with Brad reminding me. Uh, any normal person with half a brain will open their stuff and then just leave it there throughout all the attacks and stuff. But... Um, it was very easy to use. It I, I probably had to ask very few questions from Brad. I, I think I don't think I asked him too many. Uh, so as no, you just you just complained about not having a power up button. Yes, the the one thing is uh, which he's already fixed, so I don't even really need to mention. But uh, I did have to go in and manually open up each character and then apply one power to them in the power up phase. But he's fixed that, so now you can just yeah. hit a button and it'll automatically do the power up phase for you. Well, it'll do one power to everyone. Yeah. So it'll as guardians, crazy. I guess you'll have to. Yeah, as guardians, you'll have to do it for now. Um, and it doesn't take into account poison yet. But those are things that I plan on adding. Also, I just want to note, like, you were on a um, smartphone. Uh, yep. So you could either see the list of characters, or when you click on a character or a tactic, it'd bring it up, and it took up the whole screen. Mm-hmm. But if you're on a tablet, and probably in landscape, so sideways, you would be able to see both at the same time, the yep. card and the list. And you could just switch between characters. So... Very easy. Or on, or on a computer, it would 
be like that too. Uh, very easy to use. Brad's done an excellent job with it. Um, it's, I mean, if you don't want to lug all your cards to your game store, or if you've happened to lose one, because I'm sure that that's the thing that's happened out there. Uh, whenever you go to play, you don't have to worry about borrowing somebody's cards and stuff. You can just pull that up, use your play feature, and you're good to go. So it's, again, it's incredibly intuitive, very easy to use. Uh, so I recommend it. It's, I mean, you, you did a really good job with it, Brad. It's very impressive. Thanks. I try. Um, yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, our game was was fun. Um, For I, one of us. <laughs> I mean, you had you had uh, you had some. So we both uh, checked. Like I checked uh, a first senator with widow because I felt pretty safe with it. Brad also opted to check a senator. I and, shouldn't have. Yeah, and then it went back to me. So that was probably a mistake. Uh, it went back to me, and then I was able to get it on Venom, and I had Venom deployed across from X-23, Winter Soldier, Bullseye, and Honey Badger, and he was able to just kind of weather the storm. Uh, I was able to get a fun fun uh, shield uh, affiliation aggressive off of a Winter Soldier shot and then smack him. Uh, for some damage, so. Daze oh, did I? Yeah, that's right. I did daze him. Oh uh, no, you didn't daze him. You're one short. Oh, and then and the bleed was... killed him on his and turn. The bleed got him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's actually fun. So he shot me, uh, once. I took some damage. He, uh, rapid fire shot me again. I paid one for shield, and I had enough to. I think no, I think it's just regular tendrils i aggressive forward and i so many snacks yes. and smacked him and i happened to roll hot and i did four out of five of winter soldier's health put bleed on him and then because he had taken a move action and a shot action he then took a bleed damage and dazed so <laughs> uh pretty gross uh stuff's fun on venom but uh why don't you tell them about uh the revenge that your cable got after oh, yeah. after he got headshot by Rocket the week before. He's out for blood. Oh, uh, boy. Cable had cat and mouse. And then I body slided. And then I... Did it take both shots to uh, take out Nick Fury? I think it did. I, I two-shot a Nick Fury. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. And then... Later in the game, I killed him with Cable. Yeah. Cable... I just had to throw a building out of the way first. Cable was a madman. I was for sure. I was like, two shots from Cable. I really want this mutant madman point because I failed to take it on the left side with two characters. Uh, I couldn't, didn't make the roll, so I really wanted that one mutant madman uh, on the right flank. Or my right flank. So I moved Fury up on uh, size four and rolled for it and took it. I was like, surely six health. He will survive. <laughs> he will survive a two tap from Cable. He didn't. I, I'm in cover. And I was like, <laughs> and the thing that was shitty was that you shot me the first time and you did two damage. So if you, you can had, eye in the sky. If you had done just time. one more damage, I could have eyed in the sky, but you did exactly enough <laughs> to not turn it online for me. And then the third shot did four damage. <laughs> 
damage, or the second shot did four damage. So it was like the perfect yep. storm. Yeah, it was awful. So Cable did good things. Um, uh, X twenty three did good things as she always does. Yeah, she. Yeah, I mean, I think she my was... Winter Soldier got killed the next turn. So before I got to activate him, well. Yeah, like I had to kill his Winter Soldier because Winter Soldier can do gross things. Like, what did I do? Like a double tap on somebody holding the thing. So I uh, hydro tactics from Venom up forward, grabbed it, and then hydro tactics oh, yeah. back, and then went back uh-huh. to the point. Yeah, he's he's just he's dumb. But he can he, do that stuff, won- which is why I wanted to kill yours. Yeah, he wants top to bottomed Juggernaut for me in two turns. Like, he attacked, he he dazed Juggernaut in one round, and then the next round, he KO'd Juggernaut. He's gross. He is gross. It's like, just Winter Soldier things. It's just Winter Soldier things. He's so good. And and I got use out of Spetsnaz way more than I <laughs> I ever have. That, that They were all up in, in my face, so I actually got a lot of value out of Spetsnaz that game. Yeah, I played most of the game with my models on his traps yeah yeah he was super in my face he had a really good uh bullseye um pain cushion too oh yeah i think you killed you kill venom Venom. yeah you killed venom with it yeah that's really good uh all right well uh, that was it for the games. Uh, if you guys do want to try out the play feature, please do. And like we said earlier in the cast, please let Brad know if you you know, see any bugs, have any kind of suggestions maybe you'd like to see implemented, or if you just want to tell him thank you for making such an awesome feature. So, uh, Yeah, but I think I'm just about ready to move on to Supergiant if you guys are. Yep. Yeah. All right, well, we'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll take a look at her. So stay tuned. Five, three, two, one. All right, welcome back to the Crit Hit Wild character review segment, where we take a look at old characters and see how they operate in the current meta, as well as give our hot takes on new characters that have just been released. So if you're joining us on YouTube for the character review segment, do know that we have uh, full podcasts on Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, where we just kind of uh, talk about weekly games we've played. We talk about new MCP news that's been released, as well as kind of go over Cerebro news. So, And then, in general, just uh, shoot the shit. So if you want to get all the feeling of your, your post uh, LGS game night uh, talk that always ends up happening after everybody's done and maybe the shop's closed. Uh, come give our podcast a listen. Check us out. Uh, yeah. Subscribe to it. Listen to it. But uh, yeah. So anyways, taking a look at uh, Supergiant. A.K.A. Supergiant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she is uh, one physical defense, which we'll talk about that here in a second. Three energy defense, four mystic. She has a 5 stamina pull, 3 threat, size 2, uh, short move. She has a uh, range 3, 5 dice, uh, auto 1 power builder called Mental Vampire. And she has the Drain Life, which operates the same as Omega Red's uh, ability, which if it deal, if it dealt damage during the attack, she heals 1. 
just one flat, not one per damage dealt. And then she has a... I'm just going to bleed this out, I guess. Uh, she has a Devastate Intellect Spender. It's range 2, 8 dice, 8 power cost. If this attack would deal damage, it does not deal the damage, and the target character loses that much power instead. So it doesn't do damage. All it does is get rid of power. It has a wild stun trigger, so after it's resolved, you gain stun. It has a double wild stagger trigger. After it's resolved, gain stagger. Then it has a crit wild hit hit skull skull trigger called devour mind. After it's resolved, the target character is healthy. It becomes dazed. If the target character is injured, it becomes KO'd. I'm going to talk about this a lot here in a minute, but... Uh, for the rest of her powers, she has an active superpower, uh, Submit. Uh, it's X cost to use, so she may spend up to 5. Choose a civilian token within uh, the range of the character, where the range is the amount of power spent to use a superpower. So um, she can interact with the chosen token without paying the power cost. So if there's a civilian nearby, she can interact with it up to range 5 if she spends uh, the, the power to interact with it. Uh, she has a reactive supreme control cost 2 when an ally character within 4 would be pushed. She can use the superpower. The character is not pushed. So a little bit of defensive tech there as far as um, control goes. She has a passive ethereal ability. If this character would suffer 2 or more damage from a physical attack or collision, it suffers 1 damage instead. Additionally, if this character suffers damage from a physical attack or collision... It drops all objective tokens it is holding. Uh, so just to kind of go over that one again. If she takes more than one damage uh, from a physical attack, she'll only ever take one. And it's only for physical only. And that's the same way with uh, collisions. If she would suffer from damage from a collision, she'll only suffer one from it if she would take more. So makes her very sturdy into physical matchups but she will drop any objective token that she's holding. So, uh, Then she has a passive... Um, is it Omnipathy? Is that how you say that? Omnipathy? How do you say that? I, I think that's correct. Um, Omnipathy. When an enemy character within three of this character rolls one or more crits, after it's resolved, she gains power. So anybody rolls crit within three, she gets power. And then finally, she is the gym bear for the soul. On her flip side, nothing changes. So, I know it's kind of, uh, where it's a new character, kind of had to bleed it out. She has a lot of, um, she has a lot of unique abilities. Uh, I think a lot of her abilities aren't in the game? Or they're in the game, but they're for, like, maybe a different effect? So, like... Doc Ock has the thing where he rolls a crit, he gains a power. She has it where within three, they roll yeah, a crit, she gains a power. So, so like it's all, it's all different and it's all weird. Uh, but now that I've kind of gone over the card, I'll let both of you kind of give your thoughts on her before I go into my rant here in a minute. So go ahead and, what do you guys think? Uh, uh if um, so my f first takeaway here. Uh, I like some of this stuff. Like, th there's some interesting stuff. Uh, but uh, and she's cost three, which is 
a, a big positive that she's kind of on the cheaper end for Black Order. Uh, I, I don't. the The biggest thing for me, and this is me nitpicking, is that she is a, a small base with a short move, and that is just that. That means that she's never where you want her to be. That means that she's going to be slow off the gate. Uh, she has a range three builder, which is not awful. That's not awful with that, but she's going to be kind of in the back line the entire game. Uh, I like her. I like her, her, her builder, uh, her spender. I don't know how you ever get that off. Like it costs eight, eight power. And she only has five stamina. So, I mean, there's lots of ways to get power. She could have the soul stone that could get her power. And she gets that, like, that uh, omnipathy, which is basically anti-scientific hubris, uh, which also gets her power. But I eight how do you and she has a bunch of reactive superpowers that you probably do want to spend that one uh that she can prevent your your models from being pushed is pretty nice that's pretty nice i i i'm i'm rambling someone stop me no i mean i'll talk yeah go ahead brad i think that her design is very neat there's a lot of stuff that shows where this game has a lot of breathing room for them to make abilities. I think her combination of abilities is very niche and not something you would take in most cases. And definitely not something I think uh, Black Order specifically was looking for. Yeah, I don't so I don't think that she does a whole lot for Black Order. So to your point, Fred, the eight power, I think what they're kind of anticipating is maybe you're taking a soul stone, so you're generating two every more, and then you're getting value out of uh, omnipathy. So and maybe yeah, I, but uh, yeah, and and then the so you're getting two power turn plus they use a superpower, you're, you're getting more power. So she can get loaded up. The thing is. I don't, so I think, I, to Brad's point, I like a lot of, I actually like, think a lot of her kit is neat. Like, I think Omnipathy is cool. She, she can take the soul gem, so that's neat. The ethereal I, I agree. ability is probably what I think is the coolest thing about her. Because if you play her into any matchup that takes nothing but like physical beaters. So Brotherhood comes to mind because they don't really have, criminal yeah, Criminal Syndicate. Um, Avengers, uh, Avengers sometimes, you know, can branch out and get different stuff, but for the most part, uh, am I missing any others? Are there any other that are like physical dominant? I mean, a lot, it's the most, I mean, it's the most common the thing, game. but like affiliation wise, if uh, that ability was on any defense except physical, it would be good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this is, it's, I mean, it's a very good ability. And the fact that she drops objective tokens, I don't know how often. It's weird because this kind of makes you not want to not pick up an objective token. 
but then she has the ability to make it easier. Yeah, she has kind of like it's. Uh, she's a little bit to reference warm. She has a little bit of scornergy. <laughs> a little bit yes. of scornergy there. <laughs> oh, I, that's why Fred likes her. I don't know. If, like, I didn't say I liked her. <laughs> these so from Su- Supreme Control down, and Supreme Control is amazing. Like I mean, just get fucked, Web Warriors. Yeah. Is, is how I read yeah. that. That's that essentially true. yeah. That's what that does. So I think if you get power on her, you're pretty much exclusively going to be using power on Supreme Control. That is an amazing reactive superpower. And then, again, she's hard to kill because of Ethereal. Uh, I don't like Submit. Like, it has to be a civilian token. Some civilian tokens are locked under targets of opportunity? Is that what they're... something like that? So you can't actually... Huh? Uh, does the senator count as a civilian token? No, because you interact with safe houses first. Right. But once right. he's so, out, but once he's out. Once he's out, yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. So so, uh, so uh, there are very few where that comes into play, and it's yeah. uh, it's X, but it's basically two to five, which is a lot. Yeah, I mean it's a for... lot, but like you could spend one power. She can't even get there, though, because she has a short nope. move. I was going to say, you could spend uh, two power if you have Soul Gem, and she could become a three-threat Toad for a turn. But I, I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know that I care for this. It's very niche. I'll, I'll say that. I'm not saying that there's like a place for it. <laughs> I don't care for it, and I think it's, it's super niche. Um, but other than that, like, I think she has this cool kit. I don't think that she goes into... Uh, Black Order, really, like, very well. I do think that she... I think Criminal Syndicate actually really likes her because she's a short move, so you can keep her on a back point, but Supreme Control is range four, so any time... Like, you already have these thick boys that are hard to get off of points, right? So if you have Juggernaut on one flank, people can't displace him because he can't be pushed by, like, enemy effects... And then he size four, so not a whole lot of things can, like, throw him. So you put him on a flank, and then you keep this girl on a back point, Countess 2, who's hard to kill. And then all of a sudden, you can't push any of the CS characters off their points. So. That's fair. I think that she's gross. That's her best best placement. That's the best place where she wants to be. And... And like if if someone were taking if I knew that I was up against web warriors, this would be one that I would definitely reach for. But I mean, there are other affiliations where I think that she just doesn't even see the table. Yeah. Like if you're up against other affiliations. Yeah, I think that she's again kind of what everybody's talking about. She's a niche pick. Uh, that she has some good tech in there for certain matchups. So she's not going to be taken all the time uh but she she definitely has some interesting things going on for her i want to talk about this spender yeah, uh, yeah. i think that's the elephant on this card i think it's trash and I, I don't know that i care for what they've gone with here as far as like design wise and i'd love to hear your guys thoughts on it but these incredibly high high cost but potentially like high reward abilities i just i don't 
maybe it's just my play style, but I really don't care for him. And one thing I specifically don't care for for this is it costs you eight power. I know it's on and it's eight dice. I know that's on a three threat character, which is strong, but she doesn't generate power very well. I mean, she does. If you're taking a soul stone, I think she really generates her power. She'll be swimming in it. But other than that, I don't know that you want to make her a four threat character. Like, I don't know that taking soul on her is worth it. But it's high cost, it's high dice, you can make them lose power, so you're not getting any damage out of it. It has a wild stun, which is great. It has a double wild stagger, which is good, that's what you want. But I do not like the Devour Mind trigger. And I think because of that, it's, it's not a very high chance to go off, which is not my complaint. My complaint is what it does, which is it, it automatically dazes a character, or, or it automatically KOs a character. And I think because this ability has all this crazy shit to it, that whenever people do this, if they do do it, you're, you are actively not going to want to do it be, unless you really want a stagger, which there are easier ways, like take Black Cat and pay two power and stagger somebody, if that's what you're looking for. Like, fishing for a double wild stagger is... You, there's just better options for it. The You're going to be fishing a while. Yeah, the, the, the Vower Mind Trigger, I, I feel like it's such a low chance to happen that, like, if you choose to do this spender and you get it off, like, it'll probably feel good for the person that does it, and it's a neat trigger. But I, I feel like because it's such a low chance to happen, which I'm, like, pretty positive Brad mathed it out, right? Wow, Cerebro yeah. did. Cerebro did. 6.75%. So that's a 6%. With no dice bomb. Yeah, that's a 6% chance. And the effect is, cra is, is crazy, right? Like, depending on who you hit, it's crazy. So, like, let's just say that there's a fucking Hulk on the table. And you roll this, and you hit your 6% chance. Like, the, the randomness of it happening. Like, this obviously is a dice game. But the randomness of this happening is so rare that I feel like all it does is just lead to a negative play experience. Like, I would rather have a lower power cost, lower uh, dice pool thing that you're probably going to use more and it not have something like this that could just make another player feel absolutely terrible than than to have this kind of neat six percent six percenter like i don't I, if you guys can see where i'm coming from like i don't i'd love to hear your thoughts on it but i don't like effects like this in the game i feel like it just leads to a bad feeling on the table i i, I think that uh, i uh, uh from my perspective i'm looking at it from the other side and i want to say that uh, uh with eight dice against a lot of characters you you're probably gonna get the daze or the ko anyway like your your chances it are doesn't probably do better it doesn't do damage well that's it doesn't my do point damage. being my point here being that if you were doing an attack that did damage your chances would be better at do at getting that result if you just did the damage instead of having this weird effect like, if it had been reworked in such a way. I, I know when you're rolling, I see what you're saying. I guess my point is coming from, like, what if you have a piece on the table that that would not, it probably would not happen to. In my example, it was, like, Hulk. Like, like Hulk. Yeah. Like, if somebody yeah. has Hulk on the table, 
and let's say you haven't messed with Hulk because, you know, you hit Hulk and you just power him up. You don't want to mess with him. So, like, Hulk, She-Hulk, Dormammu, all these, all these things that you essentially, like, have invested six threat or more. So, like, even Magneto, who probably survives an eight-dice mystic attack because he's rolling, like, six. Like, five to six to even eight threat characters with Dormammu, especially Dormammu. If this kind of stuff... I don't know if it happens then you're just automatically down like six threat because somebody hit a six percent trigger versus like trying to all end your character with like damage or trying to you, you know what i mean like really prioritizing a character and trying to get like status effects and like planning out your turn where you're like oh i'm just gonna like hail mary it maybe i get the six percenter i don't know i just don't know if i like that but can, go, go ahead continue fred I see where you're coming from. I, I, I and I, I agree to an extent. I I would be happy to see this occur to one of my characters because it would be cool as fuck. Uh, <laughs> it, I, I, I think it, uh, I want to see this occur. I don't think I ever will. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I just wish. Because I, think... I wish this attack lost that trigger and cost four. Yes, I agree, one hundred percent. Oh man, it'd be a really be cool fun. attack. It would be a much more useful attack. It that would be much better. Uh, this, Even this, five. Yeah, this uh, uh, attack falls into the same category as the Hulkbuster renewal in my head, where like it's it's crazy to occur, and if it occurs, I'm just gonna be happy. I just want to see it happen, even if it's the, my opponent. Uh, but it's... I, I don't know if it ever will. Because you you have... Uh, how many games is this actually going to get used in? Like, I how think, many times is she going to have eight power on her? I think in, like... And, a, like, if people play her competitively, I don't think that this... I don't think that... I think it's a trap, and I don't think that you ever... You ever use that spender. I think that you use it. I agree. You you just hold your power for supreme control, and you use her to if she has power. I think you use her as power battery for tactics cards. Yeah, so. yeah, I I agree. I think that you're correct. Uh, the she is there. There's some cool ideas here, and the, I feel like this was an idea sink where they just put a bunch of ideas into this sink and turn the faucet on. Uh, but I don't know if they come together into a stoop that I want to eat. What do you think about the design space for, for that ability, Brad? Like, are you, do you like it? Do you wish that the they would stay away auto from AO or auto days? Yeah. Yeah. They should stay away from that. Yeah. I don't, I just don't like it, but I mean, if you guys are, are on YouTube, um let us know what you think do you do you think stuff like this is fun and flavorful or do you do you prefer to stay away from stuff like this uh i'd love to hear like not just from from my guys that you know i record with i'd love to hear from all of you and see kind of what you think about this kind of ability i mean it is neat but i i don't know that something like that is necessarily good for the game so um yeah is there uh anything else you guys kind of want to touch on that's on her card that you'd like to talk about 
Uh, I, I mean, her defenses uh, are interesting. I know that the the one and then three four, the ones there because of ethereal, uh, and she can only ever take one damage from physical attacks, and the it it, it means that she's got staying power against characters that can't do any other type of attack but it also means that she can't ever hold an objective yeah like she can't ever hold an abstract uh, and extract because she's not going to defend against anything she's yeah. got one defense i don't know her short move kills me i i am not sure why she doesn't yeah. have a medium move i don't think that was necessary but I think that if she had a medium move, she would have to be four points. Yeah. And and at four points, she would just never see play. She'd be useless. Well, is there anything that else you want to add on to her, Brad? No, I think I... All right, well, then I guess we can go ahead and uh, give her a rating. And then uh, right after this, we are going to kind of touch real quick on the tactics cards now that we know the text of them that come in cp81 uh but yeah real quick let's uh let's give her a rating we'll start with you fred what do you what do you give her hot take uh, rating uh, okay hot take grading uh i don't want to go as low as a d uh so i want to give her a c okay. i think that she's steeds here uh I, she's not like there's some cool stuff here there's some interesting stuff and I think there's even situations where she, where I would want to put her on the table. It's the, uh, it, it's just that those situations are few and far between. Yep. Yep. What about you, Brad? What do you give her? C. C. All right. Yep. Uh, I also give her a C. Uh, probably like closer on the closer end to a D than a C, but. Yeah, I mean, she definitely has a lot of cool stuff. Like, I really love Ethereal, I really love Supreme Control, and I really love Omnipathy. Like, all those effects are, are really cool effects. Um, I think that her short move really hurts her. I fucking hate her spender. Uh, I, she... <sighs> Like I just the short move. I think that's really what kind of kills it for me. Like everything else is. I mean, and props to AMG because just when you think that like they're running out of like design, because <laughs> they've done so much, like they come out with shit like this, right? Like ethereal. Yeah. Ethereal is like a really cool ability. So I, yeah, I think it's cool. Like mental vampire is cool. Supreme control, cool. Like. I don't know. Just when, just when you think maybe they're they're kind of running out of ideas or something, they hit you with some stuff that you would have never even thought would come in the game. So it's it's pretty There's neat. There's plenty more food in this, in this idea hole that they've got. So. Yeah, I mean they've they've got plenty of gas in the tank. So props to them. But yeah, so uh, we're we're all pretty much in a unanimous C. Uh, a niche pick that can probably make it into some rosters. Probably not splashed around a lot. Probably not used in affiliation very much. But, uh, yeah, only time will tell how well that holds up. Who knows? A few months from now, she might be everywhere. So, <laughs> fair. I'd like if to know. If she what is, time. it's because of the anti pushing. Yeah. 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 Uh, were you going to say something else, Fred? 
Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna make a dig at Brandon. I'd like to know what he would put her if, if he would put her as an F, or because he tends to to grade lower than us, or if he would grade her much higher than we did. I'm interested. We'll Maybe. have to message him. Maybe Brandon can comment below. <laughs> on the video. Uh, you, you will need to make a note of that. We can ask him uh, next week when he's on. Okay. Uh, yeah, so real quick, uh, as part of the character review, I do want to touch on the uh, the cards that come in the CP81 pack. Black Onslaught, we, we thought it might have been like a Wakanda Forever Midnight Suns, which is, th those are both taxes. I cards. never thought that. Ah, so I thought somebody else agreed with me. It might have been Brandon. I never thought that. That's way too good for them. Um, yeah, I don't think you ever said you thought that's what it was. I, I do remember you saying that they did get it. That'd be crazy, uh, which they didn't. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Wakanda Forever stuff, that was a in affiliation. You pay power. You can make anybody that pays power can make an attack with a cost of zero. I thought maybe that's what they would get. Uh, but Black Onslaught uh, is reactive. If Black Swan is within two of an allied Black Dwarf, when she uses the charge superpower, they may each play one. After the charge move is resolved, but before making the attack, you can put Black Dwarf within one of Black Swan. So whenever she specifically charges, they can pay one. So it'll cost Black Swan three, it'll cost Black Dwarf one, uh, and then she does a drop off for Black Dwarf. Um, wow. Not a full drop. -off. Not a full drop off. It's a shittier drop off. Uh, he doesn't get the free attack, and she has to specifically be charging. Like this is cool, I guess, because Black Dwarf is slow. I feel like this is something that you would want to do turn one, but turn one, you, I mean, you still can do it, but Black Swan. You won't get not, an attack. Yeah, Black Swan's probably not going to be in range to charge. So, like, if you have Power Stone, she can do it. I don't know. Like, I'm not sure that you would. <laughs> uh, I don't know. This card's neat. Like, you can get him in the back line later. Like, if it was a different character, that'd be cool. But because it's Black Dwarf, uh, I don't know. I, I think that they put these in, these cards, uh, this one and a, and a later one specifically, are there so that people are incentivized to play characters that that don't see the table quite as often like and, you have you so you're taking mothership always you're taking uh sometimes you're taking blood despair but not always those are two black order cards you're always taking your two uh restricted cards right i don't know that like this makes it in like I don't know. I just feel like they they need other cards. Yeah, I agree. I feel like this is this is a fun game card. This yeah. is a game that's uh, not for competitive play. Yeah. I, I I not to say that it's not competitive. It's just it takes up a slot in your very limited five slot available cards. Yeah. For a game, and this is a neat effect. I don't know if it's worth a slot. Uh, so the next one up is first of the Black Order, so it's a reactive card. If your squad does not contain Thanos, Mad Titan, after deployment, when you would normally select your leadership ability, Corvus Glaive. So specifically Corvus may play this card. Corvus Glaive gains the following leadership ability. It is your active leadership. 
So the leadership is right-hand man. When an allied Black Order character dazes or KOs an enemy character, all other Black Order characters gain one power. So uh, when you daze or KO somebody, everyone else gets gets one except for the character doing the dazing or the KOing. Uh, I think some people were hopeful that this would be a leadership card that you could play on any of the Black Order members. Uh, similar to Convocation. Uh, unfortunately, it has to be on Corvus. And the leadership is not... It's not bad. It's not uh, as good as Thanos's. It's, it's not as good as Thanos's. Um, it's, got a, it's got caveats in there. It, it's an extra power in, a, in an affiliation that's very power-hungry, yeah. but is also has access to lots of extra power i mean it's neat here's the it, biggest problem with the card it doesn't have the line the convocation card has that it does not count against your five for the game yeah. that's yep. the biggest Big problem. problem so you you yeah. if you bring this you only have four cards and it specifically because states you, corvus glaive may play this card so he has to play it which means it has to be a card in your hand right yes yep yeah, so you're going to be attack this card down, and then Corvus has to be your leader, and that I think that part's fine. Uh, yeah, and then the leadership. I mean, it's it's a, like I said, it's okay. Like all Black Order members like power. Like they all, except for like maybe Proxima. All of them want like an insane amount of power to be able to do the things that they want to do. Um, they're a thirsty group yeah they're very thirsty i don't know it's okay I, i'm disappointed that you can only play it on corvus i wish that they had something that you could play on any model so you could flex a little bit with what you do but it's still this card kind of gates you into playing corvus and proxima which i think with the cp81 release was kind of what some people were like hopeful for i guess was a reason to kind of shy away from corpus and proxima unfortunately you know with the characters that were releasing the kit it doesn't seem that the case and then also with this leadership it just kind of gets you into playing corpus and proxima more so i don't know uh i think that this is designed to make people stop playing thanos and... Uh, maybe he is everywhere. He's in like a majority of, um, I think in the top four of the season seven for TTS, Thanos was in every single list. Thanos with two stones. Cause uh, he kicks ass. No, maybe I, I take that back. There was one Thanos that just had mind, but all the other ones had two stone. So yeah, I mean, he's insanely good. He's the craziest control piece in the game. So, uh, uh, uh but and I think that they were trying to create a space in Black Order where you don't have to bring him. Uh, and yeah. unfortunately, it seems like a fool's errand just in general. Yeah, they, it seems like it's the <laughs> the only thing that like they said that they're not going to keep you from playing characters. But if we do get a rotation and they rotate Thanos out, it's a whole nother story about. I really I, I hope they don't rot rotate characters. That's not something I want in the game. Yeah, yeah I don't either, you... but if any one character is going to get... Yeah. It's uh, going to be Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Broken. 
Um, the last card is Psychic Shockwave, so it's unaffiliated, uh, so you don't need Black Order. Uh, Supergiant and Ebony Maw may each spend three power to play this card, and then essentially it is, um, the... Well-laid plans. Well-laid plans. So, roll five dice for every enemy character holding an objective. Uh, they take a damage for each crit and wild rolled, and then you drop all the tokens you're holding. So... Uh, yeah, it's Wally Plans with more expensive characters. This is, taking this card is going to cost you minimum 8 threat, possibly 9 threat, depending on if you have a space stone. Oh, po uh, no, possibly 10 threat, depending yeah. on if you have space and soul stone, uh, respectively. Which means that if you're taking both of these characters, unless you're playing at 20, you're probably playing Black Order. So... I don't, I don't think that this gets too much play. I mean, it might get some play if you play Thanalus Black Order. Maybe Thanalus Black Order is really, really good. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, well, I was wrong. I, I, I said power earlier, and that was incorrect. Uh, but uh, what I, I think that this is well laid plans exists, and those are two characters that do work also uh and they may do more work than ebony maw and supergiant though so, i mean you ebony maw is gonna do work if he ever sees the table okay fair i mean ebony maw does do good things like i actually really yes. like ebony maw it's just hard to <sighs> you, fit him in you yeah you don't play him really in black order uh, or, or let me rephrase through. He's not getting played in Black Order. Uh, and then five threat base is a lot to ask for your splash. Especially, especially um, if you're like, I don't know. Like he, he's just, he's hard to splash in because there's so many good five threats out there. And then if you're putting a space stone on him, making him six threat, I, I think that like he's insanely hard to splash. Like Hulk is probably the most splash, like six threat character. I don't think that She Hulk's getting splashed, and I don't think that Magneto like you don't really splash him. Oh, uh, too much. So what'd you say? I said no. You're not splashing Magneto. Yeah. So I I don't know. Say I don't know that he does enough to warrant splashing a six threat and in general unless you have a yeah. game plan for it you, you're not really splashing uh those kind of points a lot easier uh green goblin and and uh doc ock yeah if you're going for this effect yeah i no, I, I think that you just don't play this unless i think this is i mean it says unaffiliated you're playing Black Order. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's Black Order. It makes no difference. <laughs> yeah. So. Jared, we're going to find out if uh, Thanerless Black Order is any good because I'm going to play it on game night. Uh, uh, yeah. Maybe it will Maybe it will be good. Maybe you're going to show everybody up. Yeah. You actually probably have the most Corvus and Proxima experience out of any of us. So. <laughs> I mean, Ebony Ma is really good. Like. I, I know that, like, after his update, I, so this is taken from somebody who's, like, not, like, played him too much, but I have seen him play, like, I've played against him, and I think that he's fine, like, he's fine, I just, 
it sucks that he he only suffers from not going super well in his affiliation, which again, Thanos Black Order might be the tits, and like we just don't know about it, or he's just like his cost is too much to splash, and if you can afford five threat worth of splash in your list, I don't know that he's the one that you reach for, like with all unless, the other characters out there. Unless he's you specifically want like strong mystic attacks. Yeah, unless you specifically have a plan for him or you specifically like you want that kind of tech. I yeah, yeah I don't know that you you take it but anyways. Uh those are the three cards. Um I don't First of the Black Order might be good. I'm not I don't find the other two very compelling. Um First, the Black Order. Time will tell what this card does for them uh, with the Analyst Black Order. Maybe it's good. I'm inclined to try it myself. Brad already said he's going to try it, so maybe we'll get uh, some of those games recorded. But I don't know. I mean, are you? what do you think? You guys think? you think that these cards are compelling and add stuff for the Black Order or no? Oh, no. In general, no. You will not play any of these cards if you're playing Black Order. What about you, Fred? What do you think? Okay. Uh, Brad said it all. All right. Well, uh, I think that wraps up our Super Giants uh, review. So that's that's everything for CP81. Uh, if you want to check out Black Swan, we had our episode released last week. Um, yeah, so on to comic books. I am actually coming at you with a comic book recommendation this week. And I'm going to recommend the Infinity series. You can actually find... Um, Infinity has a very thick uh, book that has all the issues in it that kind of cover the whole storyline. Um, the storyline involves uh, Thanos looking for his son Thane. Uh, and he pretty much scours all over the place and Earth to find it. It has a wide variety of superheroes in it. It just goes all over the place as well as gives you a really in-depth look at uh, all of the Black Order. So if you're wanting to kind of check out any of them. The only one that's not really in it is Black Swan. She's in it for a couple panels. Uh, Which the... is why I didn't recommend her yeah. this book last week. All the other... Uh, well, if you want to see one panel of her learning Latin from Beast, you can, I guess, pick up Infinity for that. But uh, outside of that, uh, it has all of the other members in it. So, you know, Thanos, Corvus, Proxima... Black Dwarf, Ebony Maw, Supergiant, they're all in there, and they all have, um, it kind of focuses in on all of them really good. She specifically has some cool moments, and I won't spoil too much, but the way that she is defeated in the comics is probably the coolest, I think, out of any of them, the way that she goes down. So, um... If you, it's a little bit more on the expensive side. I actually, I'm assuming Infinity is on Marvel Unlimited. Isn't it, it is. Okay. It is. So I happen to have the the thick book, um, but it's pretty expensive. So I think for the cost of the book, you could just get a one year subscription to Marvel Unlimited. <laughs> you can usually get a one year subscription for sixty bucks. Then yes. You can, in fact, instead of buying the book. That's not the base price, but it's on sale for that price, like 
several times a year. Okay. So yeah, when it goes on sale, instead of buying this book, just get you a year subscription to Marvel Unlimited and read Infinity anyways. In addition to all the other comics that Brad suggests. So comics. Uh, so yeah, Infinity. I you actually said that you know who who wrote it. I did yeah. not do my research. So it's written by it's written by Jonathan Hickman, which remember the hardback. Well, I didn't. I, the individual issues I let you borrow of House and Powers. Yeah, Jared, same writer. Who, do you know who the artist is? Yes, I, I know the multiple art, artists, but yeah, the artists. There were three that um, they rotated on, and it's, I was getting to that, but I wanted you to know that it was the same writer because you liked both books. I do. They're very good. Uh, Jim Chung, Jerome Opinia, and Justin we- Dustin Weaver. Now, did any of those artists illustrate any of the the X Men stuff that you let me borrow? No. Okay. No. Well, all the stuff that you let me borrow is beautifully illustrated, but this book is it has some very very cool panels in it, and just everything in general is very beautifully drawn and very beautifully illustrated. It, I mean, they really when the characters specifically for me because I don't read a whole lot of comics. Um, but the characters, whenever they actually go to fight and do stuff, it's just, they do all of them justice on the page, I feel like. So, uh, check it out. It's, it's a really cool comic. I enjoyed every bit of reading it, so. Alright, uh, well, with that, I think that wraps us up for this week. Did you guys have anything else you want to talk about? I actually do. Uh, this is going to be another uh, episode of Fred's non sequitur recommendations. It's going to be big, uh, friendly giant, right? Yeah. <laughs> nope. The old, the old animated one. So good. That's my recommendation. Watch BFG, the old animated one. What I'm recommending is a game. It's a video game by Super Giant Games, and it's a game called Hades. Oh that my came god! Out in 2020. That's a great game. Uh, it is an excellent game. It's I so went back good. and played it again relatively recently, and it is so good. It is that so game, good. It, you can lose, you can lose a decade of yourself in that game. Yeah. It is just imminently replayable. It's an. It, it came out in 20. It came out of early access in 2020, and it could not have timed itself better. So. What, go play, go play Hades. What what it's do you good. what is that classified as? Like a roguelike? Um, it is a roguelike. Yeah, but it, is like it a hack and slash? Is it a is it a roguelike or a lo- roguelite? I think it's a light. It, no, it's a roguelike. I think you, uh, it, it you it don't quits. unlock things that you then get in later runs. Yeah, you do. Then it's a light, not a light. Uh, okay, okay, well. All right. <laughs> well, that yeah. It is a rogue. That thing. game. That rogue, game is rogue, really, really good. Fred, rogue likes you have to start from scratch every time. Fair. Nothing carries over. Uh, that game is so chock full of lore. Like it blew me away with like how much stuff they actually had in there. And it's all voice acted. It's all voice it's, acted. It was like yeah. excellent. It was really really good. The animations are crazy on it. Fred, well, guys, you should go play Hades. <laughs> S through F, Fred. What would you give Hades? A, a hard S. Hard S. Yeah, uh, it it's was an S. Yeah, hard S. S. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good game. Yeah. I didn't know that this was going to be a segment. Your 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 weird recommendations that have that tie oh, yeah. into the character, I, but I like them. I like them a lot. 
<laughs> my non sequitur recommendations. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that wraps us up for this week. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, if you're not subscribed, please give us a sub. Uh, let us know if you want to hear about anything in particular uh, in the comments. If you're watching us on YouTube or if you're listening to us in podcast format, you can email us at crithitwild at gmail.com. So, yeah, send us, uh, send us whatever you want. But until next week, we'll see you guys later. Bye.